This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Tuesday, post-show, post-game podcast. And today, Al, uh, how are you, sir? Oh, hi. We mentioned Jacob deGrom. Now, we did this yesterday briefly as well, but we got more uh, on his back stiffness. And, of course, he threw the bullpen yesterday, but uh, afterwards came out and said, you know, I had the new pillow issue, so I had my pillow shipped. Uh, not pillow. Uh, mattress. Mattress shipped up from New York, so he's all set to go. Nice, nice, comfortable mattress, uh, which was kind of goofy. And the guys kind of got on him for shipping a mattress. But I say, what the hell? you got to be comfortable. You have to be comfortable, Jerry. And, in fact, I have uh, – I'm thinking it's time for me to get a new mattress. Why is that? Well, uh, when my gal friend comes over and uh, she says this mattress is very – it's not right. Like, in the middle, it kind of sinks oh, in. Oh, okay, sure. And in my head, I said, I just got that mattress. Like, how long is how the mattress supposed to last? And then I remembered when I got the uh, when I got my big paycheck for working with David Lee Roth. Oh boy! I bought myself a nice new mattress. So How long was ago two, was that? Two thousand six. Oh, that's not that bad, right? I should be lasting more than ten years. A mattress, right? I have had my mattress since nineteen ninety nine. Really? Yes. Now here's what we do to change it up. Oh, you we do this. We buy those four inch foam pads. covers. Yeah. Oh tremendous really absolutely tremendous now do you will you flip a mattress like they say flip the mattress no. you, you turn it upside down you flip it the other nope. way no like yeah. i don't see what the point is we're, we're we're sleeping on this four inch foam pad right you don't think the, you're pushing in the actual mattress no i think the mattress is just there for stability at this point i see i don't even think it's funny because there are certain hotels i go to with columbia or maybe we're on the road or something uh for the show I'll lay down like, what the hell is this? Like, right. where's my where's my uh, memory foam? Where's your padding? Yeah. Now, how often are you changing up pillows? Well, and this is not. I promise you, I'm not shilling, but um, I know Craig does those things for my pillow. Yeah. I do them for ten ten wins as well. Mm-hmm. That thing is it. I am not using anything else. But I'm saying you should. Like, how often should someone be buying new pillows? I don't know. Um, very good question. I mean, I've had this one for two months now, and it's great. Um, if you're talking about a regular pillow, once a year? Once a year, okay. Because I, I think people keep pillows for a while. Here's the other thing with pillows, which is disgusting, because I'll do this. When I get new pillows, yeah. I'll take my most two most recent old pillows and put them in the closet. Sure. Like for storage in case. Or where someone comes over. Right, I have this, yeah. I don't know who's coming over to use my extra pillows, but I have them there. But the problem is once you take the pillowcase off and then even the protective case around the pillow, 
you notice the uh, yellowness. Oh yeah, that you from your drool and your sweat. Oh, how about for me, blood? <laughs> What's bleeding on you? I have no idea. You uh, don't know. You have dried blood on yes, your pillowcases. I do. Um, yeah, like on the actual pillow lining Not itself. All the time, once in a while, though, Kim will be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, like, I don't know. What do you think it is? I'm probably a you, zit on my head popped or well, something. That's some, I have that's, no idea. See, that is what you hope for. You don't want to be bleeding from your ears. I don't think I'm bleeding from my ears. Bleeding from your mouth or your nose. I don't nose. think so. I think it's something off the back of my head. Okay. And it's disgusting. Well, that's okay. Or if you maybe just revealed that. If yeah. you cut yourself shaving, that may bleed onto Could be. a pillow. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's every night, but from right. time to time, I'll get home because I don't see it when we get up. My alarm goes off at 2.30. I don't see it. It's dark. Right. I'll come home later that night and she'll be like... What did you do last night? Right. Like, in what regard? Go look at your pillow. Yeah, your pillow's bleeding. Gross. You know what also you know what doesn't get washed very often? You know how, like, if you change the sheets on your bed, now you're going with one of those foam mattress things on top of your mattress. Yes. But then there's, like, another thing that goes the over pad. that. The yeah. pad. Yeah. That never gets washed. My See, Kim is, my wife is different in regards to... She washes clothes like a wild person. She's, so you're saying, and she does the be, uh, bedroom sheets every week. So she, you, and you have two children. Yes, two adults living there as well. Are your, they, your laundry must constantly be going every day, right? Every because you're a guy who changes day. clothes multiple. You're showering multiple yes. times a day. I will. So for me, on a normal day without exercise, I go home. I get changed out of the work clothes. Right. Even though the work clothes are jeans and right. a t-shirt, I can't. I can't stay in the same clothes all day. They start to smell to me. I don't, it's just gross. So I go home, I get changed. Plus, I don't like the idea that we're on TV. When I go pick up the kids or I go out, I don't want anybody to see me. Really? Seven or eight hours later, be like, I recognize you because of that shirt. I saw you in that this morning. So I get changed immediately when I get home at 1230. Then if I exercise, we're on to outfit number three. (laughs) Because I got to change for the exercise. Then that's sweaty and that's got to go in the washing machine too. So on a normal day... I have two sets of clothes on, and on a workout day, it's three. This will probably sound like I'm doing a bit, and I promise you I'm not. If I leave here, like let's say on a Friday. Oh, boy. And I leave work on a Friday, and I go home, and I'm going to take a nap and then go out. to. um, By the way, I'm still in the same clothes, so I'll take a nap. I'll get up. I'll go to dinner. Maybe if I have to change my shirt. In the same clothes? Not only that, Jerry. Not only that. The next morning when I get up, if I haven't showered yet, I don't put on fresh new clothes until I shower. So the next morning, if we're going to go run and grab breakfast, I put on the same shirt and pants and socks that I had on What's wrong the with day you? before. Because I'm, I'm putting on clean clothes after I shower only. Legit. Not a, I'm not doing a wacky bit. But you bit. smell. I don't smell. You do smell. I have sweat. Do you realize what you smell like when you wake up? No, because you live no. alone, and you smell yourself, and you don't notice it. <laughs> You're offending people. Really? Yes. Well, I did. Body stench. It's just, as you just said, when you sleep, sometimes you sweat a little bit. You don't even realize it. Right. And just everything just smells like stale. I was, for the longest time, showering at night. We know. And then some mornings I would wake up sweaty. And you wouldn't shower. No. Because I gross. just showered the night before. Can I ask you a weird question? Yes. Do you... All right, here so we go, folks. You go to work on Friday yes, morning. Okay? Friday morning. Let's say you don't have plans until Saturday night. So it's really just you. Okay. You go home, you take your little nap. So let's say I'm going home by myself. I'm not going home to the by girlfriends. Yourself. Okay. Same clothes. All right. 
You get up, you make your turkey burger, Mm -hmm. nothing going on. You go to sleep, you wake up. Are you in the same undergarments? You wear the same underwear on Saturday morning that you were in Friday morning? I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Until I shower. I shower and get all new, clean clothes on. So it is possible. How about this? Oh and I have thought of this. You know, you mentioned that when you go home today, you're going to change your clothes. Yes. Because if someone at school sees that you're in the same shirt you wore three hours earlier on TV, I have been, if I'm on TV in a shirt on a Friday, not only will you see me at dinner in that shirt, if you happen to see me at lunch the next day and I haven't showered yet, I'm in that same shirt. This is mortifying. <laughs> I wish oh my this were God. A, a bit I was doing. Is but it's not, not a bit. It's not I a mean, bit. listen, I've been with you enough to know when yeah. you're doing a bit. I actually believe this isn't. I just don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, because, and then here's the thing. Like, when we went to San Francisco or, or go anywhere for work for a couple days, I pack all these clothes. At the end, I'm like, well, I have all these clean clothes I haven't used. Because you don't wear anything. Because <laughs> I don't change ever. This is why you never have to check luggage. <laughs> oh, you got luggage? I'm wearing it. No, I don't have luggage. Oh, my God. Just this carry-on. That is amazing. I did not realize that you were that bad with it. Yes. That's awful. I am um, that bad with it, Jerry. Let me give you a quick one. I'm yes. just I'm curious, I'm curious about this. So I tweeted, I retweeted a picture of the way they clean the big video board at Cowboy Stadium, AT&T Stadium, you know, that monstrosity. Yeah. They use regular window washers. They can't lower that thing down to they the stadium? They don't lower it. They, they send don't. the guy up on these high-lows or these monster cranes that they go up on, and they're literally up there hundreds of feet above the ground, washing the thing with power washers and hoses and stuff. And it got me thinking about, after I did that, I I saw two guys washing windows in Manhattan. Uh, I think it was last, it was a Friday, maybe last Wednesday or Thursday when I was leaving the Holland Tunnel. And I'm sitting there saying, isn't that the type of job that should pay you $200,000 a year? I mean, you are risking your life every day to do what exactly? Right, clean somebody's view. Do you think that's a, like a $10 an hour job? I, I don't know. It my, can't be, right? My guess is it's a union job. Okay, so it probably pays well. I don't know that it pays. Like, I, maybe, I bet that window washer's making uh, 50 grand. It has to, at least. I mean, you're literally one F up away from being a pancake on cement. Right, and the way they control the the lever, that is lever, crazy. levy system, or lever system, however you say it, where they like... Lower themselves down to the Awful. next one. They must see some wild things, though. I could only imagine what they see. Your Birds come washer. flying through their face. I mean, honestly, how about when they when they look in the uh, windows? Right, that's and the boss I mean. is having sex with yeah. the secretary because you know that's happening. Or you're doing apartment buildings too, I'm sure, and uh, you know, not just office buildings. You must see that's some true. crazy things. That is true, and you usually get the notification. Hey, by the way, on this day, just don't we'll get crazy windows. if you see someone outside your window. But you're right; they must see. Wow, Mrs. Robinson is with the milk guy. And how many times would you check the safety clips on that thing if you were going up there? Well, I'm sure the first couple of times they do, but then after that, I bet you it becomes second nature to them. It's like people that have no fear. I couldn't do it. There's a there's a thing at Great Adventure. Have you ever gone to Great Adventure? A long time ago. You remember the parachute ride? Yes. My kids love that. I despise it. Yeah, I can't do that. I hate it. It's too high up. I don't like going back down. I don't like the just the feeling of if I feel like unbuckling this and jumping, life's over. Right, you're I got done. a five-year-old here who's screaming like a lunatic because he thinks it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, don't move. Don't move. I swear to God, don't move. 
I can't. I hate heights. Yeah, I me just, too. I'm like that with a Ferris wheel. Yeah, they're I won't awful. go up like that. And the thing's shaking. Yeah, that's not. And you and get the, stuck at the top. Right, and you're on there with your kid, and he wants to shake the oh thing. Oh, my God. All I can think of is, what was it? It was Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, you love that where, series. Which was an awful movie. Yeah, but Beverly, it was like The Godfather 3. Was Eddie Murphy ways. in that one? Yes, but here's the problem with that one. He did Beverly Hills Cop 3 after his kids had gotten of age to where they were watching TV, so he really cleaned it up. Remember what 1 and 2 were? 1 and 2 were filthy and fantastic and funny and good drama slash comedies. Three was rated, basically should have been rated PG. I don't know what it was rated, and it was awful. But in that, kid gets stuck on Ferris wheel. And I can never forget what that feeling is. Just, I'm always up there, all right, how do I get down? What's the escape route if there's an issue? Not for me. And have you ever seen those those, um, things, like, if you go on roller coasters, which I also don't do because of heights, like you're saying, to me, like that climb up on the roller, Mm-hmm. That's worse than the drop. Well, it's the anticipation. The anticipation. It's better or worse than the actual event. Right. But they have those things where if you get to the top of the uh, roller coaster, you can see the ladders that they have where if you get stuck, it. how you have to climb down. I don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it. It's quite a scene, Jerry. Think about it. The anticipation of a good event or like the anticipation of death. Right. Is wor- Assuming you die naturally, and I'm not talking about getting mugged or stabbed. Yeah, that I don't want. But you die, it's over. Did you really suffer if you die naturally in your sleep? No. But if you think about it constantly, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Go on vacation. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oh, right. Yeah. You're here and it's gone in a blink. Yes. Was it as good as thinking about it for the last six weeks? Not really. Like Friday night. The anticipation that it's Agreed. Friday night. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Because that is the ultimate. The Friday night, I think. Uh, I think leaving here at 12 o'clock on yes. Friday is the best. Oh, it's such a great feeling. I totally, I'm with you 100%. Because Saturday night, it's like... All right, this last night I'm sleeping in. Then see, I'm okay. Here's where it gets me. Yeah, I'm when does okay. it hit you? It hits me at about two thirty on Sunday that I got to go to bed at seven o'clock or something. Yes. Unless there's a game where we're going to stay up and not sleep all night. It's like ah, here we go again. Start of a new week, and I like the work week. And I I have this funny thing, especially around here. A lot of people are like, oh, it's Monday. I'm like, I kind of look forward to Mondays. I like the work week. I like the routine. I like the job. It's all good. What I don't like is waking up in the middle of the night. So that's where I'm kind of like, ah, I lo- Saturday morning to me, I set the alarm for 6 a.m. on Saturday morning because I want to get up. I want to check out all the bank accounts. I want to check what's going on, the credit card bills. It's, to me, it's great. Everybody's sleeping. Make the cup of coffee. Make the oatmeal. Leave me alone. I got two to three hours before anybody's up. My buddy comes over at 10. We exercise, and away we go. Now, are you extra quiet so that you don't wake people up so that you can have alone time? I'm downstairs. I'm in. The, I'm usually in the on the laptop at the in the kitchen table. You fire up a pot of coffee, or you have a Keurig. We have a Keurig. You do. Yeah. So you go into. You'll go two cups. You think? Yes, usually mm-hmm. before everybody's up. Right. And then I'm ready to go. My buddy comes over. We exercise, and now the day's ready to go at eleven. Okay. And that's all right. But Sunday at two o'clock, it's over. Brutal. They always say the ticking clock of uh, sixty minutes is really the the cue that the weekend is over. Right. But I think for us, it, it's, it starts earlier because we get up early. I always looked at it as life is ticking away. I see. All right, let's move on, Al. Uh, interesting. Do you coach youth sports, Al? Do I? No, I don't. You, you don't? I don't, no. Do you have kids that play youth sports? No, I don't. Therefore, I don't coach them. I, I think it's weird if you're coaching youth sports and you, you, one of your kids isn't on the team. Let me ask you this. No, Theoretically, right? Let's say you did have kids yeah. and you did coach youth sports, All right, let me right? fantasize about that. Would yes. you like to save hours of time and have an easy way to communicate and coordinate with parents? Well, in fact, the reason why I don't have kids is it feels like it would take up too much of my personal time worrying about 
you know, where these games are, where I'm getting them, what fields I got to take them to, what I'm bringing, who needs a lift, all that nonsense. It's a very good point. You don't even wash your uh, clothes uh, daily, so That's let's move true. on because you're disgusting. Oh. Um, in that regard, anyhow. Yeah, sure. I have kids. You do. And I coach teams. And I sometimes, actually all the time, need to communicate and coordinate with parents about fields and practice times, right. practice changes. And for that, what do we use? Team Snap. Oh, Team Snap. You're talking about that app that I could get on my phone, Jerry. That's exactly right. Hmm. Team Snap. And so I had an interesting one where I scheduled a practice for this Thursday, and that is now going to be changed to a scrimmage at a different field and a different location. Well, you're screwed. How are you going to let everyone know? No, no, I'm not screwed at all because I just use Team Snap to let everybody know. Oh, that's what they do. Correct. Oh, I see. This is what coaches do. And if you're a coach, you should use Team Snap. Now, I'm not tied to email, Jerry. I only have my phone on me at all no, that's times. That's all you need, dude. Again, it's oh. an app. Oh, it's an app for Team the phone. Snap, the app. Team Snap, the app for the phone. If you don't have the app, you get the app to get Team Snap. Now, I have an iPhone. I don't think they have that. Uh... Is it a smartphone? It is. Then you can get the app. Oh, then I do have the app. Oh, I see, Jerry. Just go to teamsnap.com slash postgame. Right. Sign up. Here's the. I love this. Okay. It is free for the season. They're literally going to let you try it for the entire season for free. Oh, oh, no credit card needed, Al. Oh, good. Because I wasn't going to hand you over my credit card, You don't need a credit card. Oh, okay, perfect. And so what you need to do is when you have kids, Mm -hmm. and I know that's probably coming soon. All right. And when they get to about five and they're playing t-ball. Right. Or basketball, you are going to be the coach and you're going to get Team Snap. Imagine. you're going to organize everything. Imagine in five years, Jerry, what Team Snap will be able to do. Oh, it's going to be. I mean, first of all, it's phenomenal now. Right. Wait till they make all the changes to it. Oh. Not that I, I don't even sure it get any better. It's right. that good, but it'll probably be better in five years. In the future, Team Snap may be able to coach my kids. We don't know. Let's not get nuts. But what I would like you to do is go to teamsnap.com slash postgame. Got it. Got it. Jerry, here's something that we all dread. This happened in a Kellogg's factory, okay. specifically in the Rice Krispie section. I like Rice Krispies. Oh, you love you love a rice crispy. I'm not sure you're gonna love this part. Well, I haven't of had rice. them in a while. Oh, right, about five years. Uh, disturbing video has uh, surfaced online, Jerry. Oh, someone getting a fight or something in the warehouse? Showing a man urinating. Oh, come on! In the food production line at oh. a Kellogg's facility where rice krispies are made. Stop. The video surfaced on the internet on Friday, but supposedly this guy peeing on the rice krispies in the factory happened two years ago. So when they say a Rice Krispie treat, you're really getting a treat. Yeah, yes. Uh, it oh. happened in a, in a plant in a Memphis. Well, it's good because I live in Jersey, so I don't have to worry about well, it. Well, I think these are gets distributed all over the world, Jerry. Oh. At the time, uh, Kellogg's and the workers, were they were kind of in a dispute, like a union dispute. So the guy that was angry at Kellogg's, he he peed in the Rice Krispies. Was the, he fired? The conveyor belt. Please tell me he was fired. Well, he's not been identified yet, Jerry. Oh. The company did put out a message saying they're outraged and disgusted. No. Yes. Internal criminal investigations are underway. And uh, Kellogg's will let you know more as soon as they get more information. They're going to prosecute, Jerry, to the full extent of the law. Was there a recall on these Rice Krispies, well, I Well, here's the problem. Uh, because it happened two years ago, the, the products have long been shipped and, in fact, are even expired. So we've consumed urine. You've probably, well, maybe not. I'm going to say, statistically, you had a very small chance of getting the urine Rice Krispies. Well, statistically. But possibly. Right. Statistically, it's not possible because I haven't had them in probably four or five years. Oh, so I I'm have. probably clear. But 
I have had a Rice Krispie treat or two. Yeah, the ones that you buy in the store. Yes. I don't they're they're good, but they're not as good as if you make them fresh yourself. I don't disagree, but you when know you make them fresh me and me and my wife used to do it all the time. I, we don't do it anymore. I don't know why. No kids we used to make them. You now think we have that's kids, a, you'd think we would make them. We don't. So that's a fun, it is fun. boyfriend girlfriend activity. Yeah, it was. Well, I'm gonna do that this weekend. You, yes, in the same clothes that uh, you're gonna have on on Friday morning, you can then cook with them. Yes. And then you can smell like rice krispie treats when you wake up. You wanna lick yourself. Yeah. In fact, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look for the urine free. Urine-free Rice Krispies. Krispies. That's an awful story. Yeah, terrible story, Jerry. Speaking of video, did you see the video on Yahoo yesterday of the six guys that robbed the bank? No. With HD video? I mean, you can see them. Oh, perfect. And it's six minutes long, how one guy guards the door while the other guy with the gun is going through people's wallets and they makes them get down on the ground. At first, it looked like the people didn't believe what was going on. And then they realize this is something serious. Check it out if you get a chance today. It's but crazy. you're saying it's HD video. HD video. all I ever see. In Houston. And I follow the, the New York City police on Twitter. Right. And a lot of times when they're when someone's wanted, they, they post their pictures of video. It's always like this grainy, blurry video. Well, I can tell you this. The headline, which is what caught me, says was something along the lines of remarkably clear oh, I love video shows would-be thieves or thieves or robbers. Whatever. Yeah. And it was in Houston, Texas. You ever see the commercial for that, um, the Ring doorbell? No. It's called Ring, and okay. it's a doorbell camera that oh, you Oh, you've told me about that this. You put, yeah. It's pretty cool. It is super clear video. I got to get this. Yeah. Especially if it's wireless. It's wireless. Uh, you get an alert on your phone. Yeah. If someone is on your porch right now, Jerry, you'd be getting an alert, and you'd be really? able to look at and talk to them. Do you realize in 10 years in my house, we've never had a doorbell. <laughs> do you have to... Oh, uh, I've got a good question for you uh, with that. Yeah. So, do you have a screen door? No. Nope. Oh, uh, yes, we do. Okay. Do you expect... Like, if you went up to a door and uh, there was no doorbell... Right. There's a screen door and a door. Do you open the screen door and knock yes, on... Yes, I would. You do? Yes. I feel that's a violation of some if sort screen, by opening that door. It depends. If the door inside you can tell is shut... Yeah. Absolutely, you open it and knock on that because they're going to hear that a lot more than they'll hear the screen door. Also, yeah. a lot of doors have the thing where you pop, pop, pop. You know oh, the knocker, about? the door yes. knocker. So to me, Classic. that's there for a reason. I, think, I thought that's decorative. No, I use it when I see oh, it. Oh, you do? But then again, I haven't gone up to someone's front door in forever, so I don't even know. But. So when someone knocks on your door, they, they open the screen. Do you have a knocker? Oh, no, we usually leave the screen door locked. <laughs> They're frantically trying to get so into people, your front well, door. And it's amazing how many people come to our house we don't even know. Right. Because the... Um, Doorbell doesn't work. My fear would be that I'd open the screen door to go knock, and the person would hear the screen door opening and open it, open the sure. main door, and then their their pit bull would bite me. Yeah, I could see that. I have that fear. Uh, you have a lot of fears of pit bulls. Yeah. I totally get it. Hmm. I would say in the 10 years we've been in the house, it's probably my wife's number one pet peeve of me, is that I've never taken the initiative to fix the doorbell. And to me, I look at it this way. Don't need one. Imagine if you stepped up with a video doorbell. I like that. Next house, I'll do that. I'm planning on getting out of this house within the next 12 months. The only, so, next house. The only problem with that thing is if it's not hardwired into an existing doorbell, right? then you have to keep charging the unit. Oh, I get right, 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 unscrewing right. it, it out. and take it. Yeah, so that's, that's a, a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I probably won't do that then. Yeah. I'm not hardwiring anything. Me neither. I hardwire nothing anymore. Right. I can paint. I can't do anything else. I heard you were saying you were painting the other day. Yeah, great. Exciting. Nice. Awesome. All, All right, should we just end this? That's usually what we do. Oh, we do. We just end it and we all sit we tell everyone we'll see them tomorrow.
on a Wednesday, which we love because it's um, alternate side suspended yeah, but down by where UPS we live. Guys, out man, you can tell the difference, Al. There's parking nowhere lately. Yeah, I mean, you're even paying to park. Very now. competitive. Do you hear one of the employees here? I'm told, uh, and maybe you've discussed this already. Pays a homeless gentleman to move his car uh, into a in, into a spot. So in the morning, he drops the keys off to the homeless gentleman. You're kidding me. Nope. One of our engineers here, the stop it, long haired guy. I won't say his name, who engineers a lot of our remotes. Get out. He pays a ho- he in the morning. He gives the homeless same homeless guy. He gives him his uh, keys. The guy Just who the, guy the guy who car? lives in the the guy who lives in the van. Really? Yes. Yeah, he's friends with him. Gives him the keys. Leaves him the car parked on the bad side of the street. Huh. And as soon as the spot opens up on the good side of the street, brilliant. The homeless gentleman uh, parks it. Brilliant. And he's paid. Brilliant. I'm going to go talk to him now. I got to go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.